0: Greetings, dear friends. We are sincerely happy to welcome you again. And today we are going to talk to the esteemed Igor Mikhailovich Danilov. Hello. Igor Mikhailovich, in our videos you mentioned that as soon as we, as humanity, become a civilization, we will be able to possess the power which will enable us to control the material world at the level of elementary particles to control the state of human health and the human body. As of today, we as humanity do not possess this power, and our science is a science of observation, not creation. We currently operate and manipulate energy, but not the real power. We do not know what the real power is. So, you said that some physicists may object and say, How come we don't know what energy is? How come we don't know what power is? But in actual fact, as of today, these concepts of power and energy are merely terms which they have invented and which make it possible to describe the phenomena they observe. So this point has become very interesting to our viewers. And they say, if it is not a secret, can you ask Igor Mikhailovich to clarify what real power actually is? the one that we as humanity can master when we become a united civilization. What was actually meant? Is this power somehow related to the power of human attention or to the powers of Allah?
1: It is certainly related. But here, if we say that we, as a human civilization, will be able to possess power, let's say, the maximum power, we will be able to possess, then we're already talking about the sixth level of civilization development then it is the maximum possible, let's say, development for humankind. Well, it's a tremendous power, friends. Well, let's discuss it step by step. Let's do it. Since we have such an interesting topic. But I want to warn you right away, I'm sorry, the topic is a little bit complicated, so I'll try to express it in a more intelligible and clear way. Well, let's say, in this case, we will probably not manage without metaphors. Let's start with the point that as of today, in reality, the only manifestation of power a human possesses is attention. Mm-hmm. Yes, friends, we can say that it is energy, we can say that it is power, but if we separate energy and power, and what they are, we'll explain it in a moment, then the first power available to a human is attention. Our attention is a really serious influence on the external environment. It's the power of Vril, as we said, which is hunted for, and so on. Just note, not the energy of Vril, but the power of Vril. Even in ancient times, people understood and distinguished very well what power is and what energy is. If we delve into history, into various legends, and make sort of a collective image, then using a little bit of imagination, I'll put it carefully, we will come to an understanding that there is energy which we possess nowadays. Okay? What does it mean we possess it? We can generate it and we can use it, electric energy, electromagnetic energy, and many others.
2: That very thermal
1: energy, we know how to extract it, and even nuclear energy. To this day, we don't really understand what nuclear energy is, but we can use it, so to say. Right? We have atomic bombs and various nuclear, not only thermal power stations,
0: a reactor.
1: Yes, in a reactor where they release heat, create certain conditions, and eventually produce electric energy. And just look, we need to spend nuclear energy in order to get electric energy in the end, don't we? Mm-hmm. Then, what are those energies which we use? Is that a good question?
0: What is their nature?
1: Absolutely right. And if we take, well, Let's fantasize, friends, just to make it clear. We take something like oil and separate it into fractions by means of heating. It is clear that the lighter and purer oil is at the top while the dirtiest one is at the bottom. Black oil, tar, and stuff like that. Basically, all sorts of stuff. This very dirt, the lowest component, energy. When it decays, what do we get?
0: Electricity.
1: Not only also those very nuclear reactions, so we receive energy from power.
0: From the decay of this very lowest fraction.
1: The lowest fraction of power. I hope it is clear. Now we go upwards. Is our attention a power?
2: Yes, it's already a real
1: manifestation of power, because it can influence the environment. And look at the difference. We can perform various manipulations using energy, but we cannot create. That's the point. Energy doesn't have a creative property. Whereas power precisely differs from energy because it enables one to create, not just to change. Using energy, we can change the environment and many other things, right? It can be of destructive character, or we can build, do something, sort of create,
0: but we can
1: influence exactly in the way which occurs, even thanks to our attention. While in this case, let's not repeat ourselves and just say, we have a trivial physics experiment. When a particle turns into a wave or when a wave turns into a particle, due to the fact that we observe, let's say, if we do not observe, a wave is formed, right? So, this is a simple, clear example. But it shows and indicates that our universe exists only so that someone would live in it and someone would observe it. If we remove the observer, no matter how strange it sounds, the lowest component of power Mm -hmm. simply destroys the highest component as well. There is no point in any objects if no one observes them. Interesting. So to say. Well, I'm trying to carefully build up this quintessence of all myths, legends, and everything else, and I'm trying to describe what comes next, okay? Let's consider what comes next. That energy which will be revealed to us if we build the Creative Society, it's not even energy, but power. It is the power of transformation. This is really something. Where nowadays, we as a civilization, again, we are not a civilization, As a community, where we are trying to stick our scientific noses in and to study it, right? This is the world of, shall we say, elementary particles or the micro world. Yes, we observe. Yes, we do not understand anything yet, but we see certain laws that are absolutely different from the macro world, from that world where energy exists. And look, there's power there. And all these connections are more related to power, while the energy, which we use in this world, moves bigger objects. Well, or let's put it this way, for a greater or better understanding. Let's compare. For example, this energy controls the movement of elephants.
0: Mm -hmm. Such a coarse matter.
1: Yes, a coarse one. Meanwhile, for instance, our elephants are made up of ants. So a mass of ants gets together and builds up an elephant. It's clear, isn't it? Yes. There is such an elephant made of ants. So the power controls ants. It makes them assume one or another shape, live and release energy by processing power. And it turns out that certain forms of life or existence, by processing power, so to say, they manifest energy. In other words, Mm -hmm. we have learned to manipulate elephants, and now we are trying to observe the life of ants. Well, that's the comparison. And the higher our civilization will be if we unite, if we are able to build a single civilized world. Meanwhile, as of today, we only see this possibility in building the Creative Society. Well, let's say it is our idea, but maybe someone will come up with something better than the Creative Society, and we will start building a united civilization based on other parameters. Well, who knows? Anything can happen, right? So, once we become a civilization, we will be able to manipulate not only energy, not elephants, but power. I mean ants. Well, it's more or less clear, isn't it? And this is merely the first real stage of development.
0: The lowest fraction.
1: Yes, exactly. And it is the first stage of civilization. What do we get, say, at the second stage of civilization development? That's also interesting. Well, here, we need to go back. You and I already said that the next step which civilization will need to climb after the first step is successfully passed already allows us to manipulate a much more complex or a purer energy, so to say. But the steps are different by a whole order of magnitude. From the first to the second step, we should develop by an order of magnitude. This is very serious, it's a huge step. But at the same time, we get a purer energy. Let's say, for example, diesel fuel. If we consider oil, While this is, excuse me, no longer tar, this is already fuel, and our opportunities expand even further. Thus, it all goes up to the sixth level of development. Well, there are certain nuances here, we won't go into details, but let's say we as a civilization have power. We can manipulate particles, we can create, sculpt our bodies, into whatever we want, we can be absolutely healthy, we can create food for ourselves out of almost nothing in present-day understanding. We recycle garbage and create whatever we want. We've talked about this a lot, and I hope our friends have watched and seen that, and they understand what replicators are and so forth. It's not all that difficult. As of today, even our modern science has an understanding of how the world is arranged, and many people already work on how to obtain the power in order to learn how to manipulate at this level and create something. And there is a certain success, let's say. In fact, in some areas we already begin to use particles, do certain manipulations with them. There are small breakthroughs, and there is a small understanding. Shall we say, even in modern science, and do you know what the nuance is here? Yes, we can do that, but we cannot create even a living fly, not even the smallest gnat.
0: Mm, in other words, only things.
1: Yes, we will get a capability to… Well, here's a simple example. Let's recall the form that took place on November 12, 2022, this year, okay? It was a good, wonderful form. But some people were outraged. Do you know what they were outraged about? There's a scene in the movie about a housewife where she takes a lobster out of the replicator and offers it to her spouse. Then he changes his mind and wants a different meal. So the housewife takes that lobster and throws it into the recycler.
0: Katrina, what would you like for breakfast? Pancakes! With your favorite jam? Yes! And I'll have baked rolls.
1: And I'll have my favorite salad.
0: Alex, what will you have?
1: I'll have lobster.
0: For breakfast?
1: Well, why not?
0: Lobster? A lobster? Is that a lobster? Oh my god. No, I'd rather have steak. At least I'm used to it. It is so ugly.
1: So people were outraged, sort of animal advocates. How could they take an animal and disintegrate it? Into particles. people didn't even think that it's not a living creature. It's an absolutely exact copy of a lobster. But this lobster was never born. It never lived in the sea or anywhere else. It's just a product that is a hundred percent consistent by nutrients, by all elements.
0: It was born cooked straight on the plate.
1: Absolutely. In the replicator. Right, due to the fact that those particles take the exact necessary position due to the information and its copy, so to say. Mm -hmm. You see how it turns out. It's not like every time, let's say, a living lobster is taken and killed in order for us to be satiated, as it happens nowadays, but it is merely a combination of particles. Yes, it is based on power but it is charged with a certain energy and has its own very important characteristics, let's say, nutritional ones, in our understanding. But when we eat that lobster, its chemical reaction already enables our biological tissue to live. And just look, we have merely assembled a lobster out of particles, added energy there, added information, and it's no longer just particles but a very nutritious and necessary product for our body. You see how simple everything is. And look, in what a complex way a human is arranged. And not only a human, the entire universe is arranged in a very complex way. Indeed, every particle is in its place. It's impossible to call it chaos. Any changes cause a disturbance, first of all, in the position of these particles. And then we see various manifestations. Yes, we get, like in our body, some chemical toxins are produced, and medical doctors already treat us and try to remove those toxins. Free radicals appear, which again destroy larger structures, which causes what? Various diseases of entire systems or organs in the human body. And healthcare is trying to fight this again. Just look at how interesting this is. Meanwhile, do you know what puts all of this in order? Information. That's the most mysterious thing as of today. And it is nearly inaccessible to us at our level of development. Why? Yes, when we get to the first level of civilization development, we will be able to possess this power. But what is the power in? A simple question. What do you think?
0: In information.
1: In the ability to manipulate information in the literal sense of the word, while possessing information is much more important than possessing power. Why? Even if we possess power but cannot control information, power is meaningless. Mm -hmm. It's like nowadays, I mean, we do possess power, friends. We have a lot, we have prana. Our attention has a tremendous power. indeed. And it is very important for those who know how to accumulate it, collect it, and what to do with it. But without information, we simply dissipate the power of our attention, not understanding or realizing how valuable it is. We cannot invest it in something that will bring us really positive results in the future, something that will make our life and the life of the entire civilization more wonderful. Just look, it is simply a lack of understanding of the value of information. And not knowing that our attention is valuable, we dissipate it everywhere and anywhere. That's where a phenomenon takes place. I'll explain in a simple way. Why is such a great stupidity taking place nowadays? Because we support it with the power of our attention. While the system doesn't care, we shape the world by our choices, and this is true, friends. Let me give you a simple example. It's not really on the subject of our conversation today, but I hope it will be more understandable to people.
2: For instance, we are
1: being told that there is an enemy somewhere. There is enemy, 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 we must fight, and so on. And we begin to invest attention in war. A war will definitely take place. Why? Because we have formed it with the power of our attention while the system has calculated that it will get more benefit when it happens. Or there is another simple example. For instance, someone tells us… Well, let's put it carefully so as to be politically correct and polite towards all our plurality of the genders of the human race. Let's just say, someone imposes an idea on us which is totally inconsistent with Well, it is simply idiocy. We all perceive it and say, this is such foolishness, this is such idiocy, it's unacceptable. Let's suppose that everyone should paint their ears green. Just color their ears green, okay? We say, this is idiocy, it's ridiculous. Are we all going to be like clowns or what? And everyone starts thinking about it, talking about it, and passing it on to each other. Later on, all of us begin to imagine ourselves with green ears, and there the first people show up who paint their ears green. Eventually, going out with green ears, becomes unethical and indecent. It does not correspond to the image of a human. And in the end, my friend, if you go out with unpainted ears, you might be put in jail for violating tolerance and not complying with the image of a human. Just look at how simple everything is. And in fact, it is our attention that has formed this, but not someone's idiocy, someone's idiocy in the head arises due to certain reasons, too. And one of the most important reasons is that the system wants to eat. It is very insatiable, and it feeds on our attention for the most part. Look at how simple everything is, you see?
0: And the enormous responsibility increases. We
1: shape these events for ourselves, you see? Therefore, by properly investing our attention and dreaming about something good, we can create this. This is really true. Well, let's say, every commodity has its price. For example, if one person wants, I don't know, for instance, to invest his attention so much as to become a king of the whole world, well, no one has managed to become a king of the whole world, because this world has its own prince, and he doesn't like competitors. Say, a person wants to become a king of some country. Yes, he can achieve that. But if he finds a mass, a huge mass of people like him, who want him to become a king, In other words, they should also invest attention. Then the system will make him a king. You can see how simple everything is, when there is a mass of people who support that. However, we can all together invest attention in the Creative Society. Right? So that not just one
0: person feels good, but all people. But
1: all feel good. And then… To
0: direct attention to this common… Of
1: course. Then everything becomes balanced, and then we get tremendous opportunities and access to power, and not only to power, but the ability to control information. That's the most important thing of all. And then, again, that very lobster, which we wanted to eat for breakfast today, just like in the video, okay? Yes. This becomes absolutely natural and realistic. However, the lobster is not alive. But at the same time, it is just as nutritious and it doesn't differ at all. And for our body, it is perceived exactly as, let's say, a lobster that was alive and was cooked. It's the same. Isn't that interesting? It is. Everything depends on us, on our will and on our proper investment of attention. You see how simple everything is.
0: It is very interesting. Thank you, Igor Mikhailovich. And here's the next question, still. Will we be able to create a fly which, for example, will be able to fly thanks to a replicator? No, no. no. We don't interfere in these laws.
1: I've already mentioned, we wish we could interfere, but we won't be able to possess this power. This is the power already of creating something alive. While this is, excuse me, just imagine, let's put it simply, the first, the second, the third, and the fourth levels of civilization development correspond to a very high level, actually. We couldn't even dream of it now. But it's the level that even soulless civilizations can develop to. You and I once talked about the Apexians, shall we say, To some people, this may sound a little bit like science fiction and the like, but it's only to those who are ignorant and who haven't really studied this issue. But, you know, who don't believe in aliens simply out of meanness or, I'll put it this way, out of stupidity? Excuse me, friends, but that's the way it is. Our history fully proves as well as those very artifacts and many other things that past civilizations have left on our planet. They indicate and prove that there were gods on this planet, the Apexians.
2: This is, you
1: know, sort of a mixture of a frog, a lizard and a snake, something like that, but very clever. So these very clever reptiles, well, And not only them, let's say, any soulless civilizations, but very, very clever ones that are much cleverer than us, no matter how offensive that may sound to humanity, they can only evolve to the limits of the coarse material universe. Let's put it so. What does coarse material mean? This is the level, let's say, the fourth level at the most. No matter how they want it, humanity can also develop to the fourth level Mm -hmm. and still remain not too soul-filled, so to say. Mm -hmm. But still with a material interest, with such a bias. Yes, there is such a possibility for humanity to still make mistakes. If we take the fifth level of development, the fifth stage which we may reach as humanity, in that case, physical bodies, already disappear completely. Isn't it interesting? As for the sixth level, it is even higher, but it's the maximum which, let's say, a civilization can reach. Those are incorporeal forms of existence, the highest ones. What does that give? It's also interesting to look at it, isn't it? If we look at the root of the issue of why this happens and what it gives, then a septon. Excuse me, friends. We again return to the Alatra physics. The structure of the world, everything, all our visible world is a play of shadows of septons. A septon is arranged in the following way. Let's say there is a small flame of Alat which creates light. That's for our understanding. This is how that very septon is described. And there are mirrors around it, right? And the play of these very mirrors creates shadows. So the four stages of civilization development are manipulation of shadows. This is interesting, isn't it? Yes, it is. As for light, we begin, or, let's say, we will be able to manipulate light. At first, weak light, and later on, strong light. At the fifth and sixth stages, at the sixth stage of development, we already manipulate, not pure a lot. No, we are still confined here, and we cannot manipulate pure a lot. But this is already quite… It's the highest fraction of power, so to speak. So here we directly see, let's say, how much we depend and what opportunities are created for our fulfillment as a civilization, for
0: our fulfilment and development.
1: And what opportunities we obtain. So, the most interesting thing is that we as a civilization will be able to create, let's say, a living fly, even the smallest gnat, only after reaching the fifth stage of development. Mm -hmm. Is that interesting? By
0: manipulating the light itself already. Yes,
1: we will be able to create something out of nothing. Is that interesting? However,
0: we can encounter a lot only when we become free, right? Pure
1: a lot, right. When
0: we become this light ourselves, as it turns out. So
1: what is the paradox here? What distinguishes soulless creatures from soul-filled beings? For the soulless, the access to a lot is closed. The only place where they can take, let's say, a pure, a pure fraction of energy, even power, it's not energy, it is power. Firstly, it is human attention. And secondly, it is, shall we say, to obtain it in small, very small doses from soul-filled beings. Well, attention gives even more in terms of energy costs and everything. And basically, this is acceptable and more profitable for them.
0: It is more profitable, more interesting for them. Yes.
1: But we shouldn't forget that a human being is very interesting in his structure, very interesting indeed. If we consider what is there in a human, after all, there is prana in a human. while prana is energy.
0: Yes, right?
1: Well, it borders on power very closely. On power. This is, so to say, that very tar which begins to disintegrate. I'll put it this way. you see? This is both energy and power. However, there is also pure, a lot in a human. Why? Because there is a soul in a human, friends, while the soul is the purest a lot. So the primary mixture
2: is certainly
1: much purer than even that level of the power, which we will be able to manipulate at the sixth level of development, right? So this is our Personality. I mean, we as personalities are the purest power among all the powers present in this material world. Personality is a manifestation of power, only it is mingled with shadows. So imagine, in the literal sense of the word, the power which yet remains dirt manipulates the purest a lot. I mean, if we.
0: We denote the knowledge, yes.
1: If we look from the perspective of religion and translate it into physics,
0: then we
1: will see that a mixed, one of the lower fractions actually dominates the purest one. Well, that's really
0: when there is understanding, when there are no keys, when there is no knowledge, how much demons rule… And when
1: you don't understand that you are… Yes, right,
0: they dominate.
1: Of course, especially when you don't understand that you are Personality, that in fact you are to a greater extent a part of the Spiritual World than of the Material World. So here our choice or freedom of choice is precisely in choosing by a person whom to be and how to live. It's all very simple. Therefore, the Spiritual aspect is very important. That Love which we receive from interaction with the Spiritual World is exactly the powers of a lot the purest powers. And the more Personality receives them and can accumulate them, the purer Personality itself becomes, the more it gets rid of shadows. It's like a septum that throws off those mirrors, and by becoming a luminary, it simply transitions into light. That's a merging of light, you see? I mean, this is interesting. Or on the contrary, by remaining slaves of satan, we attach more and more of those mirrors onto ourselves, become merely shadows, completely break the connection with the light, and become subpersonalities. We can describe it this way. I'm sorry, friends, for these metaphors and explanations, but let's just say that talking on these subjects is always difficult. It is. So, in order to be understood by as many people as possible, we have to tell it this way. I hope this is clear. I'm just saying, a human being is much more complex. There is prana in him, there is a lot in him, and there's electricity in a human. There are electromagnetic manifestations, weak and strong interactions. A human is a very interesting structure.
0: Igor Mikhailovich, you once said that a human has a great potential to increase his lifespan beyond the species limit. Of course. And a human can live even 1500 years. So, people asked us the following question too. In the Creative Society, by what means will the service life or lifespan of a human be prolonged, so to say? By simply having a certain organ repaired? But if it is possible to repair an organ, then can we overcome this barrier of even 1,500 years? In other words, by what means will human life be prolonged?
1: Mm -hmm. I got it. It's an interesting question, too. Our limit is 1,500 years. Can we extend it? We can, by a little bit it is possible to extend it by a little bit, but not much. What does our life depend on? As of today, in our world, nobody has died of old age, over, let's say, several millennia for sure.
0: What do people die of?
1: Of diseases.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, by the way, the top causes of deaths are diseases.
1: Diseases, wear and tear. Of course, prana has run out, while the available amount of prana actually corresponds to our real age. Okay, a lot of people will say, we are getting older, gravity is affecting us, free radicals are destroying our bodies, and so on, and so forth. When civilization reaches the first stage, when we get access to the weakest manifestation of power, which implies exactly manipulating those ants, I mean, those particles, we will be able to entirely restore our physical bodies the way we want to. Thus, if it depended only on that, we could live forever. Well, living forever is impossible, but at least as long as the universe will live. As long as we can create conditions acceptable for our bodies, we could live that long, right? But the thing is that we only take manifestations of chemistry, organics, so to say. At
0: the body level.
1: Absolutely right.
2: It mostly depends on the food we eat,
1: on that energy which we consume from food, for the most part. But that's not fundamental. The fundamental one is prana as they call it in the East. And we often call it prana, too. It is the energy that sustains our inner matrix, let's call it so, for this matrix to live, to exist, and so on. It is what supports our biofield, so to say, right? I'm just afraid, to express it, you know, some of our friends already start prompting, a hologram on which they're located. And here, I disagree a little bit regarding what a hologram is. It is clear that from the perspective of our physics we can make a hologram.
0: Sort of a duplicate of a human, right? Yes,
1: that is to take a photo of a human, and by means of some elementary manipulations, by means of several rays to manifest him as a three-dimensional object. And we see this three-dimensional form here. Whereas if we take an order of magnitude higher, I mean, our life does not end with the limits of the third dimension, that is, we also exist beyond it. So in the fourth dimension, we already change, we already do not look the way we do here, in the fifth dimension, all the more so, while in the sixth one, we are merely clouds. If we compare this way, we are sort of a spot, a voluminous and very complex one, but we have neither arms nor legs or anything else in the sixth dimension, yet we exist there. However, there's a clear manifestation of something that has a certain form, let's say, something like a holographic image, regardless of dimensions, Mm -hmm. and that can be called our hologram.
0: This is something much broader.
1: Much broader, yes. And it affects our energy structure which entirely depends on what? On prana. I see. Prana is in the energy structure, but it's not a holographic one. I'll distinguish that way. Excuse me, friends.
0: The holographic structure is something much larger.
1: Yes, you can call it whatever you want. Those are merely conventionalities that we ourselves, let's say, create, give names to, and make up what to call it, so to say. But that's a fact. This internal energy structure of ours, what we call biofield or whatever, fully affects our organic chemistry, that is, those cells which live, and so on. This is already a coarser manifestation of matter which, yes, depends on water, we need to drink water, and so on. Why? Because a human won't be able to live on prana alone. But our structure, I mean, the energy structure. Yet, in this case, I emphasize it once again, it's like a biofield and not like the holographic structure itself, as it is called. So, this energy structure depends on prana. But if we take it away, then our whole biological framework would fall apart. It won't be able to exist without it. However, our whole energy structure is enclosed in another structure, in a power structure. This is what we now call sort of a holographic manifestation.
0: Yes, right.
1: And here, A person with all his manifestations, let's say, biological and energy ones, he is enclosed in this structure.
0: Holographic.
1: Yes. And for every person, it looks like a pyramid. I mean, almost in any dimension. Is that interesting? It is.
0: Yes, it is very interesting. Why?
1: Because it's a power structure, and it can no longer be deformed. That's the point. But when a person develops spiritually, when Personality becomes the light, the shape changes drastically, and it already assumes the shape of a cube. Mm -hmm. And what I'm talking about now seems science-fictional to people who haven't studied that and haven't observed how it is reflected in our human history. But Mm -hmm. if we trace back, the clues are everywhere. Moreover, This was known even less than 2,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. Isn't that funny? But people knew about that. A question, how could they know about such complex, multi-level processes?
0: Multi-level. Yes, exactly.
1: Moreover, people had really comprehensive knowledge, and they understood it very well.
0: They even reflected it in
1: their art. It is reflected even in religions. Here it becomes funny how we as humanity have managed to degrade so much that we have forgotten the very basics, while now we are trying to develop in kind of a slightly crooked direction in this consumerism. Yet, we have a chance to straighten up and take the normal path of creative development and unified development as a civilization and to possess these powers. Do you see how simple everything is?
0: So, these changes at the level of the holographic structure don't actually affect the body. No. That which is located at the level below, human biology. I mean, other tools are needed for that, right? Of course. We need, in order to restore, to repair the human body, when a person enters a shower cabin, in order to repair his organs, what kind of power does he use? Does he use his inner power, so to speak? No. I mean, the prana which supports this biofield, or not?
1: Of course not.
0: No? That's not what he spends?
1: No. No, in this case, a person will already use power, what we've just called power. Yes, you might call it energy as well, it is being spent. This is a controlled process, and so on. So according to the information or the new modified information, already inside this power structure itself,
2: or as we said, the structure,
1: which is holographic in its essence and has a pyramidal shape.
0: Right
1: the impact will already occur. Mm -hmm. However, the impact will occur already on the changes in the energy structure of a human and his biological structure. In other words, we can change our height, weight, and health at the same time, as well as fix any organ instantaneously and quickly. It's just a change of information. At
0: a different level, right? But
1: this is at a different level.
0: When you said it it takes from 9 to 14 months to… No,
1: this is… Is it
0: something different?
1: Again, if we take changes…
0: Some parameters, yes.
1: …in the structure of organs. Yes, of course, this is already… this happens quickly. It's a very quick process. But if we change, for example, the entire body of a person, height, skin color, eye color, teeth,
2: well, we change everything.
1: Let's suppose we make a small person big
2: or we make a short, old person tall, let's
1: say, slender, attractive and so on. Then it will take from 9 to 14 months. Why? After all, this process can be accelerated, but in order for it to develop properly, a certain amount of time has to pass. So here, during the exchange of the cells themselves, their arrangement, composition, quantity, and everything else change. You see how it affects? Everything must proceed in a natural way, then it is right. So
0: a specific matrix is set, according to which the body should then…
1: Absolutely right. Essentially, yes, the matrix is being changed. Again, what is a matrix or what is our energy structure? Again, those very Curlian effects. When a leaf is cut off, but we see that it is intact. In other words, everything spiritualized has such an energy structure, that is, this matrix. However, not everything has a power structure this holographic structure, as we said. And just note, the Apexians who are evolving, and as of now, we have yet to develop significantly to catch up with them, friends, with those lizards. However, they do not have a holographic structure. A holographic structure. Why? Because they are not soul-filled. And in fact, if we look at a human, this very power structure is needed not for the body to run around and live here and for consciousness to work. The energy structure is enough for that.
2: Mm -hmm. But it is needed
1: for this duality to be in us, for both an angel and a demon to live in us, and to compete as to who will win, while we as Personality choose which side we will be on. You see how simple everything is, it is complicated. Of course, friends, I agree, but I hope you will figure it out. We tried to explain very simply.
0: Igor Mikhailovich, still, what power is used to restore human health, to change these metrics?
1: Again, I got it. It's the Vril power. What is the Vril power? Well, I would correlate it with that very prana. They are very similar. It's a transition from power to energy, but it is power and it allows.
0: Where does a human get it?
1: A human… Let's put it this way, a human is born with a full tank. This is like when a car is released from a factory, with a full tank. So, if a person drives properly, carefully, and everything is as it should be, then basically this tank is enough for him to cover, let's say, 200,000 miles or five years, Or simply put, for
0: the entire service life of the car.
1: This is enough for a human to live 1,500 years. But since we have such a life, we spend this prana very quickly. And in this case… Emotions. not Not only. Here, we should take third forces into account. We are surrounded by leeches who also want to eat. We live in the ocean of life. In the ocean, that we do not see. After all, our energy structure doesn't exist in the third dimension. We don't see it, it is higher. In order for us to see that very biofield, as we said, according to Kirlian, when we cut off a leaf, we see its contours… Right, the matrix. …the matrix, yes. Exactly in order to see this matrix, we need to create certain conditions but it manifests itself very well, one floor higher, so to say, in the fourth dimension or in the fifth dimension. Everything is already clearly in its proper places. A
0: view from above.
1: While in the sixth dimension, it already looks completely different. Well, yes, a view from above. Let's put it this way. So the point is precisely that by using that very prana correctly, we can live a long life. However, Given that we now live exactly the way we lived before, everyone is preoccupied, everyone is in problems, and the more problems we have, the more
0: expenditure
1: we are open to third forces. Or to put it simply, friends, the farther we are from God, the more demons we feed. Excuse me for such a simple expression, but it's true. This doesn't mean that if in this world a person starts kneeling and lighting candles from birth, he will live 1500 years. No. The main point is to develop our inner potential as Personality. That's what is important. That's what influences the expenditure. But we lost the tool, let's say, from the moment of emergence of the consumerist format and its creation. We have lost the mechanisms of even bringing up children or awakening a human as Personality at an early age. Therefore, we have become open, we have literally become fodder for all sorts of third forces.
0: We emptied a tank.
1: Yes, just that. It's the same as we would have a tank With a bunch of holes in it. So instead of 1500 years, we drive 600 miles. And that's it, you see?
0: And it's not a fact that in the creative society, a person will immediately reach the indicator of 1500 years because most likely a person's way of life won't change immediately, no?
1: I wouldn't say so. No. The thing is that in the creative society, when we gain an opportunity precisely to manipulate power, precisely to control power, we will easily be able, you know? It's like a welding machine. Let's put it so. So, to
0: up.
1: right, we will be able to patch up those holes in the tank and to fill it up as much as we need, you know, without any problem. The thing is that we won't be able to exceed the service life of the car itself, that is, its body. Yes, we might repair the chassis or fix the engine a little bit, but there is a lifespan which we cannot exceed. Perhaps we will cover not 200,000 miles that are assigned to us, but 220,000, it makes no difference, it's not much.
0: In other words, this energy structure has a service life Yes, it does. That is determined by this prana, which…
1: It is. I wouldn't say it's the energy structure. There is a maximum service life determined by the power structure itself. It cannot exist in this world longer than that. In other words, if the power component leaves, Hence, everything will fall apart. While, in order to affect the power structure itself, this very holographic one, an impact from the other side is needed, meaning the will of God, so to speak. A human would not be able to. So, everything is very simple here. You see? As for filling up the tanks, we will certainly be able to do that. And just look how it turns out. It's the same as I have brought up a parallel with the car for a reason. That is, a new car is produced with a full tank, we quickly spend it, patch it up, and we can fill it up as much as we want until it runs its entire service life.
0: What is fueling and refueling of this tank?
1: This will be a shock. Mm-hmm. First of all, there are several ways. This is what, let's say, the highly evolved Apexians use, our attention, our lot and our prana. What the so-called dark forces use is mostly our prana.
0: Yes, kanduks in particular.
1: Those very kanduks, yes, they use people's life, and so on. But there is also another option. Everything that is living, everything that is spiritualized. Spiritualized means that it has fueled tanks. Let me give you a simple example. Let's suppose you and I are riding in a car. You are at the wheel, you are the driver, while I am just… you are giving me a ride, and you run out of gasoline. There's not a single gas station around. There are no cars, but there are plenty of abandoned mopeds, let's say, with small tanks that contain half a litre or a litre of gasoline in them. Can we drain it and fill up our tank? Of course. We can do it easily, right? So, in each of us there is a mass of diverse bacteria. You and I discussed this.
0: Yes, sure. That
1: it's a boon for us.
0: Viruses, bacteria, parasites, right.
1: Of course. These are all… Living creatures. Yes, they are pathogenic, but they are living and they have crumbs of energy in them.
0: All those who glow according to the Kylian effect.
1: Certainly, quite right. So we can take this power, which is already power, and thus fill up our tank. Again, this is sacrilege. Animal advocates may be against it, but on the other hand, everything that exists in this world was created for a human in his development, so to speak, right? Right. Let's take a sea turtle. Its tank is intended for almost as much time as that of a human. Right? We take a little turtle that is raised artificially, Yes, its life is taken away, but the human life is replenished. Mm -hmm. Is that a bad thing?
2: Whereas nowadays,
1: we cook turtle soup and eat it. Is that normal? Some people will object. It shouldn't be this way in the Creative Society. But you, those who object, will actually be the first to run and raise those turtles or catch them in order to prolong your own life once you taste the fruits of the Creative Society, at least a little bit. When you have everything, your opportunities are just splendid. But you are lazy and don't want to develop spiritually. You have no temptation to die, but you have a temptation to live. And so it begins. Right? Your opinions drastically change in favor of Life.
0: The worldview.
1: Absolutely right. Isn't this true? You know, there are people who start arguing they pity animals much more than other people. Mm -hmm. Yet, when the question is about them, they have no pity for people and no pity for animals, but only for themselves. I can say about such people that they are either spiritually lazy to develop as personalities, or they are hindered by the same parasites that may prolong their lives in the future.
0: How do they hinder them?
1: Well, how? Let's take ordinary Toxoplasma, okay? It's an intracellular parasite that inhabits even brain cells and disturbs the function of those very neurons and their interconnections. The connection between consciousness and Personality is already disrupted, and a person is no longer able to realize many things. Toxoplasma can actually control a person. I mean, it can turn a person into such a down-to-earth consumer and prevent him from developing intensively in the intellectual plane. But what is the advantage of the Creative Society in this case? By taking those parasites and filling a person's tank mm-hmm. with them, prolonging his life, making him healthy and strong, it is also possible to make him smart and willing to develop, not only intellectually, but spiritually as well.
0: His connection is restored Certainly. and the potential becomes greater, of which can be directed.
1: Although here, we've taken… yes, we've taken only Toxoplasma. While there are a lot of various Neuroinfections, the Epstein-Barr virus, and all the rest. That's what really has an influence. Just look at how advanced and useful this is. And the most important thing, friends, is that
2: we really have an opportunity to build this. This wonderful future is at an
1: arm's-length distance. Indeed, if we extend our hands to each other and join them, within five years we will build such a society. Isn't that wonderful? It seems to me it's worth it, right? But for a start, we should simply learn to love each other, right? We should start with simple things to respect, And the Creative Society already begins, doesn't it? So, friends, we are sorry, today we have attempted to answer your questions, maybe a little bit inconsistently, but…
0: the topic is very important and very interesting indeed. People will certainly have to pour over it and perhaps to examine it in more detail. Many people will understand this video not from their first viewing.
1: I hope we haven't confused our friends too much. Well, this is indeed interesting. Let's put it so. This can really be explained only from the perspective of Alatra physics. While in order to try to somehow explain this to people who are wedged in our, so to say, scientific knowledge of the modern world, this is extremely difficult, it's true. Although, from the perspective of physics, everything is in its place and is clearly explained.
0: You once said it's difficult to describe deep inner feelings by means of bricks. The same is in this case. It's a parallel. Well,
1: I'm saying the same. Or to describe an elephant by means of ants. Yes, exactly. Yes. Sorry, friends. That's what came out. So, thank you for your questions. They are really interesting. Friends, let's simply love each other and strive to build the Creative Society. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much, Igor Mikhailovich. Thank
1: you, friends. Peace be with you.